Jesus says these words in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I want you to notice that it is not the second, but far from the first. It is not the second and nothing like the first. It's not the second, but you really don't have to worry about it because it's not the first. Jesus says this is the first and great commandment and the second is like it. I want to ask you right now, how do you feel about the second great command? It is of great interest to me that as the religious elites approach Jesus to test him, they only ask about the greatest commandment. They only ask about one commandment. Teacher, which is the great, the first commandment of all? And Jesus tells them the first. But you'll notice that in some ways he quickly proceeds to inform them of the second. And there's probably some good contextual situational reasons for that as well as you study Matthew chapter 22 a little bit in depth there. But Jesus will tell them the second is like it. And on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And so I want to ask you again as you think about the way some men were approaching Jesus and being asked these very things. I want to ask you now, what do you think about the second great command? Is it perhaps a challenge for you as it seemingly was a challenge for those who were approaching Jesus? Maybe you can shout from the rooftop, Psalm 116 verse 1, I love the Lord. But you know, underneath the house, somewhere in the basement, you can only barely whisper and maybe perhaps a little I love my neighbor too. I really want to echo the words of Hebrews 6 verse 9 because I think they're positive. I think they're encouraging. Beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. You know, no one is better equipped to love their neighbor than you are right now. You hear the words of the gospel. You have the words of Jesus Christ right now being preached to you, being taught, being said. And if you are in assembly with his saints, well, then you have all the encouragement of his followers. You can do this. And like the Hebrew writer says, I, I trust you will. You can fulfill the first great commandment. I should say, if you can fulfill that first great commandment, then you can fulfill the second great commandment. Why? Because Jesus says the second is like it. Now, how is it like it? Well, let me share with you two ways, two ways in which the second is like the first. I think if we can think about some of the reasons why Jesus says the second is like the first, we'll see even more clearly why we can do this as we also seek to fulfill the first great commandment. Well, here's one of the first reasons I think the second is like the first. Number one, love remains the foundational principle upon which the first was given. Now, let me explain that. I want you to think again about what Jesus says in the first great commandment. He says, you shall love the Lord your God. Notice that love is the verb in action. Love is the operating principle of the first great command. Jesus says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Jesus' command to love is essentially the, well, what some call the Hebrew Shema, Recited morning and evening by the faithful Jew. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love 
the Lord, Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 4. It's also believed by many that this Hebrew Shema is essentially a summation of the first four commandments written on the tablet of Moses, which is fitting because Deuteronomy chapter 5, the chapter that precedes it, has the Ten Commandments that were given to Israel. And so to follow up uh, where Moses is given these first four commands, no other gods, no idols, don't take God's name in vain, honor the Sabbath, commands that were believed to probably have been written upon the first tablet, in summary, all say this, don't they? Love the Lord your God, Deuteronomy chapter 6, the very next chapter that follows. The second is like the first because the foundation remains the same. That love that is commanded in the first continues to, you could say, stretch across the space of God's whole system of law from the first command to the second. And you could say from the second to the third and so on. Love remains the foundation principle. Scripture says, and this would explain why and how, love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13.10, uh, stretch out the law as far as you can from the first, from the beginning to the end. And Paul says that love fills it up. Scripture also says that the wonderful gifts, the blessings of God and all the great virtues, hope, faith, some of which existed only in the first century, the tongues and the miraculous wonders, he says, the greatest of these, though, is love. And Scripture says of the many things to add to your faith, when you think about that, uh, those building blocks of faith in 2 Peter 1, add to your faith diligence, perseverance, kindness. The crowning addition to your faith is love, Peter says. And only love is expressed in geometrical terms in Scripture, that we may learn to comprehend its width, its length, its depth, its height. You know, the second is like the first because it really is something like that of a foundation underneath the house. Uh, yea, so long, yea, so big, yea, so wide, and, and, and yea, so much in depth, upon which the first and the second and the third stories and so on of the house is being built. You know, no matter how many levels, no matter how many stories that are added to that house, no matter how tall the skyscraper gets, it is still built upon that foundation. And so it is with God's house as it continues to extend upward, it still extends upward upon the same principle foundation, love. The second is like the first because no matter the law, no matter the deed, no matter the doctrine or the work or the labor or the call that we have from God, love remains our overarching command, our overarching purpose upon which they all are being established. And, and so you think about how the apostle says, above all things put on love, Colossians 3.14. Above all things, the apostle Peter says, have fervent love for one another, 1 Peter 4.8. And so the overarching, the principal foundation of all things and God's great system of law and purpose is love. Now, this is not the only reason the second is like the first. I also want you to consider with me one other very important reason the second must be understood and included within the first, and one that uh, with time will, will help us to better fulfill the second commandment because we see its uh, relationship with the first that is inextricable. It cannot be 
loosed or untied with that first one. And so that brings me to a second one. The second is like the first because, you know, as you think about it, love for our neighbor is the only natural outpouring that results from our love for God. You know, no place does this appear to be made clearer than by that apostle of love in the first epistle of John. John asks in 1 John 3.17, think about these words now, whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, the apostle asks, how does the love of God abide in him? How? asks John. Not where, not why, not when, but how? John wants to know, please explain the mechanics of this operation to me. How can this be? How can the love of God abide in him if he's closing up his heart? Well, the question, of course, is redundant. It doesn't work. It can't work. The gears are not aligned correctly in this divine system. And therefore, it is impossible that this man should have the love of God abiding in him. While in the day of his brother's need and in the day of his personal abundance, he somehow finds a way to close up his heart. It's not possible. This man does not have the love of God abiding in him, according to John. This man only has the love of the world abiding in him. It's the only alternative. As you think about that passage, the implications really ought to be clear for us. If a man has the love of God abiding in him, the natural outflow of his heart will extend toward his neighbor with that same love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. 1 John 4, 7. He who does not love does not know God. You hear that? He who does not love? John says he doesn't know God. Why? Because, as we recall in that famous passage, 1 John 4, 8, God is love. And finally, John says, if we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. It has been made complete. It is right. If we love one another, God surely does abide in us. It's the natural outpouring. Love is the natural outpouring of a heart that is saturated in the love of God. You know, I like one illustration one man used, comparing a man's heart to something like a compass and the magnetic pull of the earth to something like God's nature. You know, the reason a compass always points north is because that tiny little magnetic pin inside is so connected to the constitution, the nature and power of the Earth's magnetic pull that it can do nothing else but respond and point northward because it is so connected to the Earth's nature. And so it is with that tiny little space of a man's heart his mind, his soul, that when it is so connected to the constitution, the nature, the magnanimity of God's love, it can do nothing else but respond and point the same direction. You know, it's no wonder that John says, if someone says, I love God, and he hates his brother, he is a liar. 1 John 4.20 I believe this morning, I I really can say to you, I love you. I love you. And I do because the love of God has touched my heart. And it continues to do so day after day. And I believe I can say that with all of my heart. As the Apostle Paul said, the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. Romans 5.1. It's been poured out in our hearts. His unquenchable love has 
entered my heart and I can do nothing now but look at you and love you the same. And if the love of God has been poured out in your heart, you know also that you can, you, you have to say the same. The second really is like the first because the love of God that is in me and I pray and hope that is in you can only naturally direct itself outward to those around you. Really and truly, only the self-seeking, only the liar, only the, the one who has truly and secretly turned off the valve of his relationship with God can look at a brother, can look at a sister, can, can look at his fellow neighbor with eyes full of hatred and lips full of barbarous and discouraging and spite-filled envious words. In this, as John says, is the, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. It, it seems so plain, so clear to John the Apostle, that if one is not loving his brother, then truly he does not have the love of God in him. Because the natural outpouring of God and his love is that we would look toward our neighbors, toward those around us, and do the same. Love them likewise. And so now let's, let's pray for one another. Let's give our requests and our supplications and our interse intercessions to God right now and pray for ourselves, pray for one another, that we will keep ourselves in the love of God and that his love will so fill our hearts that we will love imperfect man we will extend our mercy and our compassion and our forgiveness and our reconciliation. And we will continue to grow in our love for God and for one another. So that as that last day should approach and come, we ultimately will be left with an entrance that is supplied for us, that is wide and robust and height and depth and width and length. And God we pray, will help us to put first things first and th second things with it. God and man and our love for both, directing ourselves upward first to him who is right and good and always true and only immediately to return downward second to our fellow man. The second is like it, Jesus says. You shall love your neighbor.